Oh, hey, y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately, my life has gotten way, way, way more busy, and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And... There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli, and it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here are some facts. Factor, they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious, Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. That's code comingoutpod50 at factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50. Get 50% off! Bye! With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Ooh, that voice. Ooh, that voice. Uh, welcome to Coming Out with Lauren and Nicole. We are a weekly podcast where we have queer folks on from all walks of life. They tell us the tales of how they came out to friends, family, and the world at large. Uh, because who doesn't love a coming out story? Uh, today, we are blessed to have... Uh, amazing comedian Fortune Feimster with us. Fortune, welcome! Hi, how's it going? <laughs> hey. um, we have wanted Fortune on from the inception of the pod, um, and we are very, very fortunate that this Pride Month we made it happen. Yeah. Fortune, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Happy Pride Month. Oh yeah. yeah. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> and it was, in fact, because we always talk about how we how we know the guests that we bring on, and it was, in fact, what like eight or nine Prides ago, where uh, <laughs> at the end of like it was Chicago Pride. Oh, when mm. I first met. When we first when met. we first met, because we'd so, been at yeah. like a couple events together, and I was like. I see. I've seen you, and then I got drunk enough. Finally, I, and I mean, really drunk, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I got mm-hmm. we got really drunk, and I ran up to you, Fortune. I was like, "Hi!" and just introduced, and you you just turned around. And you were like, "Hey!" Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, as nice as you could have been about it, and and then and then from then on, we knew each other, and it was great. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah, those pride events are always fun. Yes, I used to get to bop around to a lot more of them, and then my tour schedule got so crazy that I, I don't get to have nearly as much pride fun as I used to. <laughs> well, I think that's a good problem to have. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's, that's not a bad problem. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so tell everybody for the one percent of you out there who don't know who Fortune is, Fortune, uh, tell us a little bit of about yourself. Oh, a little bit about myself. I <laughs> am from North Carolina. Yeah, uh, there it is. That's, wh- that's where the accent comes from. <laughs> Amazing. I've been in Los Angeles eight uh, Los Angeles eighteen years, uh, which seems bonkers. And, I love that you uh, didn't lose the accent though. That's a thing of beauty. It's thank you. It's hanging on for dear life. It doesn't want to go anywhere. And and I and I honestly can't hear it anymore. And then I'll watch myself back and go, woof. That, uh... <laughs> no, it's so everyone flattens their accent out when they move here. I think it's listen. I think Fine. we need more accents in this city. Um, so I don't have a choice. It's sticking with me. But uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I do stand up. Uh, I have a special on Netflix called, uh, Netflix called Sweet and Salty. Yes, and, it's great. Uh, thank you. Uh, I do some acting stuff here and there. I was on the Mindy Project and um, uh, some other life in pieces. And then I was, uh, but people knew me first from Chelsea lately. So I bop around to different things. And uh, yeah. And I just saw you in the Kristen Wiig movie. Uh, oh, yeah. the Barb and Star. <laughs> Barb and Star oh, gonna miss to Dolmar. It was so I I'm so glad that you brought that kind of character. And I feel like that's a Brenda esque character. It's a Brenda esque character. <laughs> She's a little quieter than Brenda. She uh I got to be in the talking club in the Barb and crazy Barb and Star movie. Uh it's the most bonkers movie and it makes me so happy because it's just ridiculous. It we're in crazy costumes. Uh, but you believe that these women exist and that this is a real club where all they do is talk and they have really intense rules. I was just about to say it's really intense. If you're late by two seconds, you get kicked out of talking club for the night. 
<laughs> um, and yeah, we, we shot that before the pandemic and it was just so much fun. Oh, yeah, it, it was amazing. I was not expecting what it, I knew it would be a comedy, but I was not expecting it to be like as much of an acid trip of a movie as it was, yeah. but I mean that in the best possible way. It's yeah, so if, good. If you just take an edible and watch that movie and <laughs> yes. have some fun. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I know I was, I, I was either uh, still pregnant or just newly having given birth when I saw it. So I was like, damn, I wish I was high right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was motherhood. Motherhood. Oh, um, man. And just to segue us into your story, <laughs> yes. I was so excited when uh, when you popped up in the Tales of the City uh, reboot or, or oh, sequel. Because yeah. like, that's like, you're like part of queer history. That's like... Yeah, I mean, those are like the first, like, like kind of like queer books I like read when I was a oh, wow, kid. Like, yeah. it was just so awesome that you got to, it was you got cool. to be in that. Yeah, they asked me to sing this bonkers song from like the '30s. <laughs> it's very dirty, <laughs> and uh, I was like, really me? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got to go out there and uh, and meet uh, Elliot Page and yeah. uh, Olympia Dukakis. Yeah. And, oh. Uh, up in new york it was cool that's so awesome uh, I, I, I was supposed to go back for another episode but my schedule my schedule got crazy and so i'm just glad i got to do what i what i did with yeah them. seriously yeah. that's so awesome so uh, for those uh, out there who don't know how how do you identify I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let my t-shirts and sweatpants fool you. Uh, no, you've still got that Southern Belle thing happening. I, I mean, am. I'm a little daintier on the inside, I think, than people realize. Oh, uh, I love that. So yeah, I'm, I identify as she. Mm-hmm. And uh, and are you still going with lesbian or gay mm-hmm. or okay? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I guess I'm old school. It's, <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. What did Aaron? What did Aaron Foley call it? The uh, old navy. The of, old navy yeah. of lesbians. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> reliable. You understand what it is. That sounds about right. Aaron and I are, uh, yeah, uh, very similar backgrounds with our. Uh, like we're we were like tomboys first and. And then, uh, and then you realize we were, were the old lesbians. <laughs> so where I, I feel like even having known you for this song, I'm not totally sure where your story starts. I know a little bit that mm-hmm. I remember you telling me at the Palm Springs house. Ooh, that that diner where you came over fancy. to the house where I was no, it wasn't fancy. Was it? It was house with a, a, a diner. Listen, a but house. I remember it sounds like, fancy to me. Okay, I live in an apartment. <laughs> Let me have this. Any house, very fancy. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I feel like, am I making it up that Barcelona was involved or was Spain involved somehow? <laughs> Not in the coming out story. But, okay. Uh, I well, I grew up in the south, like I said, and. Uh, I, I went to a women's college and everything. I had no idea I was Which gay. college? Uh, it was called Peace College. Now it's called William Peace. Oh. Um, but very, very small college in Raleigh. And uh, you would assume like a lot of lesbians were there. And that was not the case. Uh, it was very straighty straight. and uh, But a lovely experience. I just didn't know I was gay. I didn't 
it didn't cross my mind it was just a different time i, I touched on it in my special mm-hmm. um yeah. and uh you know there was no youtube and will and grace i didn't see myself represented anywhere so i just didn't have like you didn't really talk about gay things then it was just different it's very much a part of the conversation now um and so it just never i i knew i had like feelings that were confusing i knew i was a little too intense <laughs> about friends at different <laughs> times and i and uh one of my very first stand-up jokes was my mom going i don't understand why you get so upset when your friend michelle goes out on a date with a guy <laughs> and i was like because she's my best friend <laughs> <laughs> just oh full of angst just full. if i could describe my growing up just angsty 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 uh were and- you dating guys at all I mean, not really. Like, I had some dates here and there. So I just threw myself into school, honestly. Yeah. I I was, like, the overachiever that was, like, the president of all the clubs and This is a very common repressed lesbian tale. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to try to have success. Uh, (laughs) That's where I'll get validation. I mean, it worked. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you built a good foundation. So that's that's something. Well, I, I just, uh, and I talked to, weirdly enough about this with Aaron Foley. It's like when you're growing up and you don't know you're gay, um, you are getting told no early on before you even realize it. Like you're, it's just a constant state of rejection. Cause like you're not, you're the thing with, and not all lesbians have this. Some, some women were very attracted to men or had like relationships I just never had that um, vibe with men. As soon as I mm. met any guy, it was a very like high five, <laughs> like what's up, um, and and so I was never the object of their affection. Yeah. And when you're young, you don't realize like how hard that is that yeah. you're not getting um, that like a, uh, it's not even attention, but just that desire in that way yeah so you think you're supposed to want that like even if you don't want that it's like you think you're supposed to so when you're not getting it you're like mm, even though well, it yeah. does you're not taught- matter to yeah you. and you're taught that like that is how you get validation as mm-hmm. as a girl you know I, I don't know maybe little girls growing up now aren't taught that but like certainly when we were all growing up that was that was everything that you see is like oh if you're pretty if you're if boys like you if this mm-hmm. or that then like you're doing great you know yeah yeah and you'd see like your friends get like the thing on valentine's day and so it just it, you don't realize what a bummer it is uh when you're young so i think i threw myself into just like uh, where can i get it some where can i feel good about myself and that was like with sports and uh, you know organizations and whatnot so that was kind of my whole life and then right after i graduated college again did not know i was gay or act on it uh, moved to Spain for a year, which is uh, Damn. It, it, was in, it was in Sevilla. There we and, go. And uh, I still had it was a year of, and you would think that I had like an eat, pray, love. Like <laughs> I, I came to know myself and find love and all this. It, it did not happen, uh, but it was an awesome experience. Uh, but it was for the first time in my life, just no uh, expectations of me. I got to just be, and mm. uh, I didn't have to like, you know 
the figure out all the things for the clubs and be all the, the be the person for all the people and I just lived my life uh and it was cool but uh again did not really know or, or explore the lesbian side or I guess not side the me as a lesbian <laughs> um the infamous lesbian scene of Sevilla was not it didn't draw you yeah <laughs> unfortunately I do remember being so uh just uh, enamored with the girl in my class from uh Denmark, who is gorgeous. Oh, sure. And I mean, yeah, uh, but I again just didn't really put the puzzle pieces together. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then from there, I moved to Los Angeles and uh, came out here to work. Um, and and I, I wasn't even in comedy yet, or I had done acting in college, but really stunk at it um, because I had terrible stage fright. And, uh, I just kind of had to find myself out here. It was my first two years were hard. I didn't know hardly anyone. And, uh, I, you know, forget figuring out I was gay. I was just trying to get a friend, you know? Um, So it's funny to think back at that time when I, uh, was quote unquote straight and (laughs) just, you know, buying clothes from Forever Twenty One trying uh, to fit in. Yeah, <laughs> just like what in the world? You know, you look back; it seems like not that long ago, but it also feels like a lifetime ago. Where you go, holy cow! How did I not know? Um, but I, you know, just had not come to terms with it. But I will say that being in LA, seeing gay people, and it not being a big deal, yeah. definitely started to open up that part of me of like going oh wait maybe maybe that that's something i don't know (laughs) maybe Uh, that's why i wanted to kill the boys who went out with my best friends pretty much maybe when you first started to like (laughs) when you're in la and you're like first starting to be like maybe did that because it had been like such a long time of like not even denial, but just not knowing. Mm-hmm. Did that realization kind of freak you out, or was it like a relief? Because you're like, oh shit, this finally makes sense after all these years. <laughs> I think it freaked me out at first. Um, I find so so two years went, uh, and I finally made a friend. Uh, we moved. He and I moved in together, and I was like, cool. That's all I needed was like one friend. Yeah. And now I'm good. Um, so we hung out all the time and, uh, uh, but it, uh, just establishing that was like, okay, I've got my, I'm starting to feel okay in LA. So I don't have to worry about that anymore. What else is going on in my life? And then, uh, it, that it started bubbling up. I, you know, it was kind of, it was just when Craigslist was really popular. Oh yeah. I was like, kind of <laughs> like glancing at the classified ads or whatever you call them, but no one put pictures up then. So it was just like woman seeking woman uh, i wouldn't write or anything i would just be like oh what's going on over here <laughs> um, just curious like, just curious I, I need to buy a new dresser <laughs> oh what's on this <laughs> i think i uh i watched uh, the original l word and it blew my mind yes. i think that that opened up a big that was a big lid blower i was like whoa <laughs> yeah. Um, seeing Wait, that. Of, of that cast, who who Ooh, were you? Like, who question. was your crush? Like who? who? Oh, uh, Jennifer Beals. Oh, sure. yeah. good call. 
Good call. Yeah. yeah. H- hard to beat. Hard to yeah. beat. But I didn't mature into realizing that Jennifer Beals is like the hottest of them until like the the reboot. I was like a Shane person like everyone else because I'm a total basic bitch. And then I I'm watching the reboot. You I'm were like, a Shane person. I can't either. I know. You're just <laughs> not, not a Shane person. I at all. agree with you. But now when I watch like the newest series, I'm like, it's fucking Beals. It's always been Beals. Like Beals. what? What was I thinking? Thinking. Like, yeah, so she's obvious. gorgeous. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So is. I give you a lot yeah. of credit for for Thank like you. seeing that from the beginning. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I was the only one. Um, <laughs> there were a few. Yeah, I mean, I she did have a, a, a storied career before that, so I think uh, <laughs> she, her being hot was a consensus. You're you're not wrong. <laughs> well, it was definitely the first time I had seen like all women, all you sure. know, mainly lesbians. Uh, just live get, even just seeing them get coffee at the planet yeah. or whatever yeah. was like oh that's cool I've never seen that and uh, it was the first time I thought you know I thought about just like oh what is it like to just be a lesbian to be a normal person like everybody else mm-hmm. you, you you know you're you just having to like someone of the same sex and it never really occurred to me and that really just open up my mind completely so i kind of stumbled into like okay i think i might be gay and um and then i i think i even went on a couple of like terrible blind dates like (laughs) i was so awkward very clumsy uh spilled tea at at one point on the table and i just wasn't ready it was just a lot and uh so I I definitely was a late bloomer. I definitely had to like kind of stumble my way into figuring it out, but I really came to terms with it. And I tell a whole story about it in my act, in my special, mm-hmm. uh, the, the time I finally admitted it to myself out loud. The first time I ever said the word I'm gay. Uh, I had, it went so embarrassing, uh, but <laughs> a very true story. I was watching a Lifetime movie uh, called The Truth About Jane, and she was this high school kid who realized she was gay, and her mom was super against it, but her teacher was gay, and kind of being a mentor, and I think in my head, I was like, God, if this, like, teenager can figure it out what's wrong with me oh, no. and uh Jane. at the end of the movie i was was like oh my god i'm i'm gay and that was like <laughs> i finally said it which meant it was true and oh. uh and and it was it it was like kind of it was pretty liberating i wasn't scared of it anymore i was like i accepted it myself and i told you know at that point i made more friends in la i told all them they were so lovely about it and uh i'm sure they were like yeah we've known <laughs> we know <laughs> um but i just had to come to terms with it myself and uh i actually didn't tell my family for a good like six months mm-hmm. i wanted to just explore it uh-huh. more and just be i wanted to be more comfortable in my own skin um before i just went and be like this is what i am deal with it <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey y'all, it is finally summer, and this year we get to have a real summer. Yeah, so naturally, we've started thinking about looking good after a year and change. Yeah, I spent literally the entire pandemic in pajamas and or sweatpants, and now for the first time, I'm going out into the world. I'm getting drinks with friends. I'm on a dating app. Dating app, and for a dating app, for drinks with friends, for those sweet, sweet summer barbecues, um, you need to look good. And that's where Faraday comes in. We are so excited to have Faraday as a brand new sponsor. They are a family-owned company, and they make the perfect clothes for summer. And when you're looking for quality summertime clothes, you gotta call in the troops. Call them in. Call them in. Get everybody on board. You know, you're searching for that ideal summer outfit, that set, that shirt, that dress, whatever it is, the one that feels like vintage and like you've had it for years and like it just fits you like a glove. That is Faraday, uh, we, Lauren and I, got samples of their clothing and we are obsessed. I have a new linen dress that I will wear for literally the rest of my life. I ordered two pairs of pants thinking if I was lucky, maybe one of them would fit me right and the other one I'd have to get like all kind of hemmed and stuff. They both fit me perfectly. I cannot express how rare that is. Yeah, and Faraday's so confident in the quality of their stuff, they have a lifetime guarantee of quality. As in, for real, they'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. Are you freaking kidding me? Forever! And to top it all off, Faraday is giving our listeners 20% off your purchase. 20% off! Yeah, so stock up on all your clothes for summer now. Head to ferritybrand.com. That's F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com and enter the promo code coming out at checkout to snag 20% off all your summer gear. Do it, y'all! Parody! Oh, hey, y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately my life has gotten way, way, way more busy and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And... There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli. And it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, 
What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here's some facts. Factor, they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. That's code comingoutpod50 at factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50. Get 50% off! Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, yeah. So the dating part didn't come around for a while. Um, I had to, I just wanted to kind of get comfortable with who I was first. Yeah, totally. And so I focused more on that and just learning about the community and making, I didn't have any gay friends when I came out. So making friends was important and I had some really uh, good people that showed me the way and introduced <laughs> me to things. I joined a, a gay softball league. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that really opened my world a lot. I even, awesome. I mean, I went full force. I, I think this was 2005. I came out 2006. I played in the gay games. Uh, it's like the Olympics for gay people. Yeah, it is. Uh, in Chicago, 2006, I uh, played softball in, in the gay game. So I was like, you didn't get much gayer yeah, than that. Say, that's the gayest that it gets, I think. But that week was so uh, eye-opening. It was the first time I was at gay parties. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, saw all these different gay athletes. And everyone was just proud and happy and living their truth and i love that part of it and it was the first time i saw gay hate uh it was mm. the first time i walked into an event with people holding up really hateful uh, signs sure. and that was pretty jarring because i in my mind i was like i'm the happiest ever ever been i finally know who i am i am living in my truth the weight of the world is lifted off my shoulders i've never been happier so you're like living in this like cloud of like peace and then you like see this like god hates fags and you go and you're like whoa and that like first discovery of like hate is like is pretty gnarly too yeah it is but it didn't take away my 
being happy <laughs> no as it shouldn't and i was thinking it was like yesterday or the day before i was like reflecting on i don't know many years of pride and like go, the first time i went to pride for several times and seeing like those signs and and mm-hmm. the it, it i remember from the first pride i went to it was like a group i mean it was a full group oh, of really? people with those signs mm-hmm. like who were, you know, off to the side at New York yeah. Pride. And it was like, oh, it was so jarring and so upsetting, especially as like a young person who was just coming out. And mm-hmm. and and I was also like very um, <laughs> combative at that point in my life. At uh, that point, yeah. As, as opposed <laughs> to now when you let everything slide. <laughs> I let a lot more slide now than I used to because that stuff used to get so under my skin because I'd be like, how can you think like that? And, you know, and now... And now it's interesting. I was thinking about it. I was like, if I was faced with someone like that now, it would almost be funny to me because I'd be like, whoa, you like the people who are still holding out who are like, I don't talk to gays or like uh-huh. or like you guys are going to hell or, uh, you know, no on the gay agenda. I'm like, you just sound like dinosaurs now. Like that's yeah. that's what it is. We've gotten to the point where I'm like. You guys just literally are living in a different time. And mm-hmm. I, I feel sorry for you. I mean, I just wish that those people didn't also still affect other people's lives, yeah. gay people's lives who, who live in areas where they're, they have to be affected by it. It sucks. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's really, it's, it's, I don't know. I guess I sit there and I'm like, you're pouring a lot of energy into all this. Yeah, thing. right. Like, hmm, let's explore That's that. That's the thing, man. <laughs> like, like, yeah. At LA, Pride, like, and we have, it's it's always, or for the past X number of years, it's been, like, such a tiny group. And I'm always yeah. like, y'all got up so early and are standing out in the sun all day. Like, I know it's why really I'm doing outside. it, but, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, this sucks for you. You're willing like, to get sunburned for Like, it's hate. just, like, such a stupid thing to do if you're not into it. Like, come on, man. I know. Wait, so, but then when you did come out, because um, you and your mom are super close, so, like, yeah. how did she react? Um, I've, I finally... Uh, decided it was time to tell them I flew to North Carolina and I told my mom first because I knew that one could be the toughest because my mom and I are very close now we've had a complicated relationship uh, in the past and so I wasn't really sure how she would react and um, she was very like I mean it was so nerve-wracking telling her I just was like tripping over myself Uh, but we were at a Chinese restaurant and I was like uh you know trying to get to it and finally said it or i think i led with like you know my life isn't gonna be what you planned it to be right (laughs) i kind of started with that (laughs) she's like what and uh i'm like it's not gonna be like traditional (laughs) and uh she's like okay and then finally i was like because i'm you know i'm gay i'm gay (laughs) and uh and she just sat and listened, you know, she just, she got really quiet and just sat and listened and, uh, you know, just kind of let me talk. And I think she was kind of, uh, for her, it was like, I don't want, I don't want your life to be harder yeah. than it already is for people. Mm-hmm. And she's, she was already like, I don't want people to like hate you for that because you're a good person. And there now people aren't going to like you. But and she wasn't saying that in the regards of like don't be gay, just like uh, I'm sad that it's gonna be a, a tougher road. Yeah, because she's at your the time it parent. was. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really interesting, like being a parent now, 
and like mm-hmm. viscerally feeling that like you just never want your child to feel pain and it's mm-hmm. like it's inevitable that they're going to because we're all humans and like but yeah. it is it hurts so much like the, for the first week or two of Leif's life I tried to clip his fingernails and I like clipped the tippy tippy edge of his little finger and uh-huh. it bled uh-huh. and I and I burst into tears like he uh-huh. was fine but I yeah. burst into tears and I was like oh no this yeah. is yeah. how I'm reacting now so the like bar that's, yeah exactly so it's like I have I have more empathy mm-hmm. to like for our parents now who I think many of them said that to us like I just don't mm-hmm. want your life to be harder and because they're feeling that too they're sad yeah. it's sad for them yeah and um but she was you know she was kind of like are you sure you know but she didn't dad. call the like oh we've always known thing she was she was mm. sort of like surprised <laughs> which is part of our complicated past uh <laughs> that she didn't know it was like really okay she was, she was out to lunch sometimes gotcha. on some things. and uh it, yeah my dad was just like i love you no matter what you know, he's a very simple guy he was like all right i love you i love you you're my daughter and uh i'm like great okay check that off the list and my brothers of course were like duh Oh, okay. I mean, like, so. Guys, you could have told me a long time ago. <laughs> I did tell them, and there was a. They go, "You're never gonna believe what's above you," and because we were outside, and there was a rainbow above my head, <gasps> oh! and we started laughing so hard. Oh! Uh, so I was very lucky. My family was yeah. all really supportive, and mm-hmm. thank God. I mean, you know, being from the south, you really never know. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. It, some and a lot of that, you know, is uh, it can sometimes stem from people's religion and or their upbringing or whatnot. My family was just very like great as long as you're happy and uh so you know that allowed me to really be me and and i found comedy at the same time ironically i started i was gonna ask yeah yeah i started improv at the groundlings and came out the same year and i think it definitely fed the one fed into the other like hundred percent i'm happy now I'm at peace. I felt a lightness I had never felt in my entire life. And it just allowed me to be silly. It allowed that sense of humor. Because I was kind of shy growing up. And I had moments of being the life of the party and the class clown. I certainly had that side of me. But um, it didn't, it wasn't like full force. And this just like let me just be light. Which I think uh, really informed my comedy. You got a oh, yes and your sexuality. That's what right. I'm hearing. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes and. Because I think there's there's a because f- like being you know like humor and like especially self deprecating humor is such a mark a, a, a lot of times of folks who are like dealing with their sexuality. But I think there's mm-hmm. such a fine line between the humor that's like a shield and you won't get close to me and then the humor once you've accepted that is just like so much more free and vulnerable and like confessional and that kind of thing and it's like a tiny little adjustment but I think you can really see it in a lot of people when they like open up like that yeah so my comedy I never hit it it was always a part of my act it was always a part of my story and uh, I never wanted to lean on it, per se, because it's not the only part of me. I, I never wanted it to be my full identity. It's definitely a big part of who I am, but there's so many sides of me, like everybody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when I did Last Comic Standing, that was my first TV gig. It, there was a part of me that was like, oh, my God, I'm about to come out on national yeah. television. 
And like, that's scary. Like, what if people don't hire me? What if, you know, there's that thought of like, what if I'm just like nailing the coffin to my career before it's even starting? Uh, cause you know, even though things were a lot better, this was 2010 and there was yeah. still a long way to go. And we yeah. still, still were, you know, having a ways to go in certain areas. And, um, I just kind of was like, you know, to not talk about it. It's like, it just felt like, uh, don't shy away from it. Just be you and the chips will fall where they, where they may. And you have to trust that, that you being who you are is going to be a, a okay. Yes. And, um, glad I made that decision very early on in my career. Uh, cause I wouldn't want to get up there and be like, uh, my boyfriend, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you're like, no. Uh, <laughs> and then you, yeah. And it's so great that you were talking about it from the beginning. Cause then you never have to like pivot or do like no. the coming out tour yeah. or whatever. Cause it's yeah. just like, yeah. It never know, has a lot to of, be. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, other comics paved the way for me people like me to be able to do that which yeah. you know they they paid the price for in certain ways and i don't you know uh i don't take that for granted yeah. and mm. you know if and and sort of i i got to take the um torch from from some of those people they're still doing it but uh i got to to tell my you know pick up in my uh era of like i'm out and you know here are these stories and hopefully this representation will help the next people yeah. and yeah. you know you're always hoping that you are passing that torch too yes ah. and as we say so many times on the podcast remember your queer elders hell yeah <laughs> the history, yeah. Hell yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, you didn't just get to be able to be like i can have whatever pronouns i want out of mm-hmm. the clear blue sky like yeah. people people paved the road before us and it's always like on on their shoulders that we stand that is for mm-hmm. sure and when you when you are touring uh when you sort of go to the more we'll call them reddish states mm-hmm. do you reddish. find that because you do have this amazing reputation as someone who's like always been out and who talks about it freely do you find people like do people ever come up to you after shows and and it's like thank you for coming to our town like you're the like do you find those sort of queer people coming up to you being like thank yeah. you for being here um you know especially early on in my career when uh i was doing chelsea and um the the last comic standing i, I started to experience that for the first time which so was really amazing. pretty amazing i had um you know because you just kind of hang out and um i'd meet people after shows and um some you know i, I remember people you know coming up to me and just be like i haven't told anybody this yeah, oh, ever wow. but i'm i'm gay and mm-hmm. you're like oh my god i can't believe you're like i'm the person that you're sharing that with what an honor you know and uh it just felt like uh they were like me when i was like i needed to see myself 100%. i needed to see my story yeah and now they were like oh what you said resonated with me and now i'm gonna tell you this thing and i, I and i would always you know say oh i hope telling me helps it make it easier for you to tell you know the other people in your life and so i never um i never took that for granted either because that was a huge thing and and yeah i've had other things that have blown me away and uh especially um so I, I would experience on the road and then i got a lot of it after my special came out um parents a lot of parents uh coming up to me and or writing me telling me they had a, a, a gay child and that seeing me 
be happy was helpful to them. Oh yeah, uh, which was really a great nice. Point. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, seeing uh, it helped. Just seeing me tell those stories helped them kind of understand their kid more. And I had a lot of people telling me they uh, what they turned my special on uh, with their parents because they hadn't come out to them yet, and they wanted to see their parents' reaction to my stories. And, and they would see their parents laugh and smile. And at the end of the special, they use it as an opportunity to come out. And that was pretty mind blowing too. That is so cool. That's literally like you completing the circle. That's not the metaphor I'm looking for, but like when you, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm bailing on it immediately. But like when your mom at the Chinese restaurant is like, I'm scared that your life's going to be hard, that you're not going to be happy. You're literally Mm -hmm. sort of like giving closure to that moment Mm -hmm. by being so happy and like being able to have other parents see that like that's just Mm -hmm. such a cool sort of coming together of all those things it's it's pretty great and i'm so lucky that i had a you know have had a platform like netflix that reaches so many people because you know it it's mainstream and to to be gay and to get to be on a mainstream platform and tell your story to people all over the world is like pretty mind blowing, and so yeah, to have this like full circle of like, my, you know, it's a rocky road for all of us figuring out our sexuality or whatever it is that we identify as or what we're going through, and uh, it you know you don't always know in the beginning. It's a journey. You realize different parts of yourself as you go, and to now be in a place of like I'm comfortable with who I am and. You know, it took me a long time to figure that out. And I'm still, I don't always still get it right. Uh, but to get to at least just share my ups and downs and how I, 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 part of my special was like, I didn't get it right a lot. I made a lot of mistakes or I tried one thing that didn't fit. And uh, it, like th- these things went wrong, but here's what it led me to. Yeah. And that's being a human is the journey right so to get to share the journey and it and it make a difference to to some people is is really cool it's it's the coolest part of the job honestly oh well thank you for sharing it with our audience of course thank you and where can people follow you online and find your your podcast that you have as well um let everybody know yeah. yeah, I'm fortunefemster.com. I'm starting this big tour all over the country. Starts in a couple weeks. I'm oh, going to basically amazing. be gone wow. for a year Holy on the road. Uh, I'm hitting up lots of cities. We're adding lots of cities. So check that out if you want to see some fun stand up. Uh, yeah, I have a podcast called Sincerely Fortune. A lot of people see my very silly, silly side in all of my comedy, but this is like a more like you know kind of this we just i just talk to people about their lives and my mom's on a lot and it's yeah. uh yes. yeah just a, a, another side a more sincere side of myself <laughs> uh yeah so, and i'm on instagram all those places nice and you can find me at nicole patient on twitter and instagram i am at lauren flans on twitter lauren underscore flans on instagram we, do you know that we do that? I just realized that you and I do that where we do the Connecticut thing where we, we turn T's into D's. So like oh, I no. just said Twitter for the first time ever. Uh, I just and, and you and I say Twitter, right? 
Twitter. Oh, no. Do we still have our Connecticut, Connecticut. accents? Yeah, That's we do. A, I'm sorry. I, I, listen, I said earlier, LA needs more accents, so I so, stand well, by it. Here are two Connecticut ones for you, LA. Congratulations. <laughs> Just what you needed. Anyway, um, we are also <laughs> at Coming Out Pod on Twitter. Or, and Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Uh, <laughs> our hashtags are hashtag coming out pod. Hashtag, hashtag found, found Ricky. Ricky. What's up, patrons? Shout out to Simone, Jim W, Kim, Adri, Sarah, BeyondClexo.com, Kaz, Tanya, Jolene, Mandy, Tia, Sarah Wilson, Pooh, We Bleed Philly, Brittany Ray, Sammy, Helen, Michelle, Carmel. Mix Michelle Forbes, Kristen Erickson, and former guests Kieran Smiley, Vanessa Hunt, and Kirsten Vangsness. If you would like to be on that list or check out any of our tiers of giving, you can go to patreon.com slash coming out pod. Uh, we start at $1 a month. Uh, very, very low. Very low bar there. Um, if you want to just support the podcast in any little way you can, that would be great. Uh, you can also go to... Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, a nice review. Anything helps for people to find the pod. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, happy Pride again, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.